Hi, this is Troy Lewis, lead pastor of Steamboat Christian Center, and this is Vision Moments, an inspirational videocast that provides vision, insights, and growth opportunities for you to stay resourced and connected to our vision to love God and to love people. Can't wait for you to hear today's episode. Hello, my name is Michelle Stillman, and welcome to tuning in to Steamboat Christian Center's inspirational vision moment a cast that provides vision, insight, and growth opportunities for us to stay resourced and connected, as well as engage in our vision to love God and love people. I was tickled several years ago as I boarded a plane from Boston to Denver to discover the first row was open, two seats, one for me and one for my daughter. In the aisle seat, there was a gentleman sitting with a crisp business suit on, and as I scooched past him to get to our seats, he said to me, I don't like to be touched. I looked sideways as I sat down next to him. He was Philistine size, he was broad, he was tall, and he sat curled in on himself, his shoulders curled in, his elbows all but touching, his hands clasped on his lap. This was going to be a long four and a half hour flight with that bristly first impression. I was reminded of that, that time that Jesus went out of his way to meet that one by the well, that one woman, Samaritan woman, who was marginalized, broken, hurting, out of his way to start a conversation and to foster that conversation despite her curt responses, her bristly responses, like puffs of smoke thrown out to cover up her hurt, her rejection, yet Jesus wasn't turned off. Rather, he lingered long with her, as long as it took for her to trust him. My seatmate's second warning came as my elbow brushed against him as I was searching for my seat buckle. I don't like to be touched. He wasn't joking. Puffs of smoke. Yes, this was going to be a long flight. I responded with, I'm sorry, I'll try my best. I introduced my daughter, the purpose of our trip. It was a college visit. We were joining the rest of the family for a pre-Christmas ski vacation at Copper Mountain. And despite our initial beginnings, he asked me, how many children do you have? To which I responded, six. Six? I mean, like, how many did you give birth to, he asked. Six. Six? Like, to all the same man? Yeah, yeah, they all have the same father, I responded. Are you Catholic, he asked. No. Mormon? Mm, no. Amish. No, I'm not Amish. Why, then, he asked, do you have six kids. Well, 
I guess because I love kids, I responded. Let me ask you, how many kids do you have? One. One? <laughs> really? Yeah, one. Well, that surprises me, I said. And he said, why? Well, I don't know. Maybe you know something I don't know. But the last time I checked, I said to him, you have to touch to have kids. <laughs> the laughter began to dissipate that puff of smoke. Four and a half hours on that plane melted away as I started to listen to his upbringing, his religious upbringing, his tellings of being raised in a religious system of harshness and reprimands, of, of rules and love over love, and of being beaten down in a school by authority figures who were meant to mold a heart, not scar it. His view of God was warped. It was so different than that God-man Jesus who lingered long with that Samaritan woman. As we were descending, he said something that was not true of God, to which I said, huh, hmm, I've never heard that before. Where do you find that in the Bible? He thought for a bit. I've been told that by such and such, he responded, and he mentioned this head religious figure of his upbringing. Well, I know that God says that no one is religious, I said to him, not one, that our thoughts are so far from his thoughts, that our ways are far from his ways. So could it be that this one who said this to you could have a little misunderstanding about God? Could it be that he might have some thoughts that aren't quite accurate about who God really is? I could see him pondering this physically, and as he stood up to deboard, his last words weren't, I don't like to be touched. His last words were, huh, I don't know if that's in the Bible because I've never read the Bible myself. Perhaps I'll go home and pull my Bible off my shelf and read it for myself. How often am I willing on that quest to love God and love people to go out of my way to love and linger on and work through those puffs of smoke that are thrown up to hide the hurt to hide the marginalized, how often am I willing to go out of my way? And as the Danny Gokey song goes, and it all comes down to this, love God and love people. <laughs>